0: you, but my palms sweat every time I watch that. Nick Wallenda, seventh generation from the flying Wallendas, a troupe that began in the 1700s in Europe with acrobatic tricks and acts that they would take all over Europe. Nick goes in 2012, 1,800 feet from the United States to Canada, walking on a two-inch cable across Niagara Falls amazing. Now, Nick Walenda said that for him, doing it was a tribute to his ancestors and to his great-grandfather, who died tightrope walking in Costa Rica many years earlier. Even though they plan for these tightrope walks and other acrobatics that they do, there's always a bit of a risk, and death would sometimes happen within the family. And so it was a tribute to his great-grandfather. And in 2011, before he did this, he actually was able to replicate his great-grandfather's tightrope walk and do it successfully. But Nick Willenda also said that he would hope and pray that what he does and what he did in this particular walk would inspire people to reach for the sky. And in a sense, to take a little step of faith, to take a bit of a risk, and to stretch. And that's going to be our topic this morning. Are we willing to stretch for our Lord, to stretch in our faith, to stretch in our ministry, to stretch personally? But before we do that, let's, let's do a little flyover of the past six weeks. If you remember, Pastor Kurt started the series reminding us that healthy things grow and growing things change. Growing things change. And, and that was one of my favorite of the series because Kurt shared a, a bunch of pictures of him growing up. And he showed his youth and in childhood and keep going. And and the one I liked the best was when he was in college. Um, Kurt had a full head of hair uh, that was down to about here. Now, if you're new with us and you don't know Pastor Kurt, he's a little hair challenge today. Yep, he makes Greg look like he has a full head of hair. That's how much hair (laughs) Kurt has. Oh, where's Greg? Sorry. (laughs) I'm picking on him. (laughs) And then the next week, Kurt shared with us, if you want to go fast, go alone, but if you want to go far, go together. And what a rich, wonderful reminder that in our journeys, it is so much better to go together, be successful, and go far. If we want to sprint, we're just going to do it on our own, but this isn't a sprint when we look at our our journey. Then Pastor Kara shared, Kara is our um, director of student ministries, and uh, she shared about the need that when we're on a journey, we need direction. And she spoke about a true north of being God's word and God's spirit, and, and she left us with a reminder, and as a little compass. We could hang on our backpacks or bags or on our keychains. But what Kara also reminded us of that particular Sunday is something that I think we can hear over and over and over again, and it's that God is always with us, always with us. Do you remember she shared the story of Esther, Queen Esther? Her people, the Jews, were about to be destroyed, killed, and annihilated, And Esther went before the king and saved God's people. Now, most of you probably know that the book of Esther is totally godless. There is no reference to God. His name's not used. It is the godless book of the Bible. Useless information you take home, except that story of Esther, the entire book, is filled with God's providence and God's care and God's love. And so when there are times in our lives that we're going, Ah, where are you? Look back at the godless book of Esther and know that God is just involved in your lives as he is and was in Esther's life. And let's see if I can remember all six of them. The next one was keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. You know, if we're in a, a trajectory of kind of making some changes, sometimes we want to step back, and, and Kurt shared that was the doom loop, that we'd step forward and we'd go back where we were. We like the stability and comfort, kind of like a pair of new shoes. And you put a brand new pair of shoes on, even if they fit perfectly Sometimes they're uncomfortable, and sometimes it's better to just put the old ones back on. They may have holes in the soles and may look ugly, but it's more comfortable than putting the new ones in and breaking them in. And what Kurt was encouraging us to do, even if it was a little uncomfortable, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. And then Kurt shared about um, stay behind the plow. Stay behind the plow, and it's a wonderful biblical book illustration of the parable of the soils. And we need to have the the soils prepared for all that's going to take place. But it was also a reminder for you and for me that we don't want to get ahead of the Lord. We need to look to him and to stay where he is leading us. Don't put the cart before the horse. Now, I have to say one of my favorites was last week's message. You all remember this one, right? Pause to celebrate. I like a good party. So pause to celebrate. And and Kurt used is one of his passages, Psalm 23. Though we go through the valley of death, we'll fear no evil, for thou art with me, another reminder of God's presence. And it goes through that shadow of the valley of death, challenges and difficulties, and boom, what happens next? God prepares a table for me and the presence of my enemies, my challenges, my head is anointed with oil, my cup overflows. Now that's a party. So this morning, we're going to be looking at the issue of stretching, seeing how we can stretch in our faith as individuals and as the church. And we're going to be using Isaiah 43 verses 1 through 7. And I have to say, we're picking on George apparently today. Um, George says there's nothing about tightropes in that particular passage. And I said, you're absolutely right. There's nothing about tightrope in that particular passage. But within that passage, this wonderful, wonderful prophecy of redemption, prophecy of reconciliation, we get some great tips about how we can go through the challenges that go through our lives and those times we are trying to stretch and grow. So again, our passage is Isaiah 43 verses 1 through 7. It's on page 1126 in our Pew Bibles, and it's already on the screen. And if Mary Kay were with us in this service, she'd pull out her iPhone and start looking at it there. I always have to make sure she's not playing words with friends, so if any of you pull out your iPhones, I may just kind of look down, because uh, that could happen sometimes. Encourage you to follow along silently as I read aloud. Listen to the words of Isaiah, and hear God's word for you and for me this day about stretching. But now, this is what the Lord says. He who created you, Jacob, he who formed you, Israel. Do not fear, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Cush and Seba in your stead, since you are precious and honored in my sight and because I love you. I will exchange people, I will give people in exchange for you, nations in exchange for your life. Do not be afraid, I am with you. I will bring your children from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, who I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Please join with me in prayer. Our Lord God, we thank you. We thank you for your word made flesh and your son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And Lord, we thank you for your written word. We thank you for these words of the prophet Isaiah. We pray your Holy Spirit will indwell us, that we might hear your message for us this day. And Lord... You will apply it in our lives each and every day. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I love the opening of this passage. And this is where the tightrope connection comes, George, just to make sure you know. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. The visual of Nick Walenda walking is such a rich, wonderful visual of how it may be for us when we take that step of faith, that little risk when we begin to stretch. It seems like waters are going to rage all around us and they're going to pass over us. For Nick Walenda, he passed over the waters, but that mist that mist hung around and that cable two inches wide was dripping wet. He was right in the midst of it, but he knew, he knew God was with him in the midst of his walk. willenda is a believer, a very strong believer, and we'll talk about that in a minute. There's two things about that part of this passage that should help us as we look to stretching. It says when you go through the waters, when you go through the river, it doesn't say if. So even if we're choosing to stay in our old, crumpled up old shoes, God's going to get us in situations where we're going to have to put those new shoes on because it's going to happen. Whether it's a positive kind of change or stretch or whether it's a challenge, it is going to happen because. Healthy things grow, growing things change. We're going to be forced into it at some point in our lives. It's going to happen. But here we go for that promise we could never hear too much. God promises he will be with us. What a privilege and what an honor to hold on to that particular promise. God will be with us. I want to share with us six Isaiah tightrope tips. How's that for tongue twisters? Isaiah tightrope tips. So here we go. We're going to get them up on the screen. Tip number one, remember it's in your blood. Remember it's in your blood. Walenda walked that tightrope, seventh generation. Seventh generation of the flying Walendas. It was in his blood. He said at one point he was going to get away from the family trade, shall we say. Though he was raised in it, participated all his young life, he thought maybe he'd become a doctor. That didn't last long. He went right back to the family trade because it was in his blood. And for us, it's in our blood too. Our text today, not once but twice, says that it's God who formed us. It's God who created us. It's God who made us. It's in our blood. When we take that step, rest assured, God is there, and it's in our blood to take that risk. Number two, as the waters roar around you, pray. Now, I have to say I'm taking a little liberty in this text because this is God's answer to prayer. It doesn't reference prayer. But realize this particular prophecy is that prayer of redemption. Israel, the Hebrews, the Jews, are in exile, and they have prayed out to God, God, please release us from where we are. We want to come home to that promised land. We've got to come home to Jerusalem. They've prayed, and this is God's answer. This is God's answer. He will call back The people, he will give them a ransom, others a ransom, so they could come home. And they prayed. And for Nick Walenda, this particular event, I don't know if any of you saw it live, but ABC had it live on TV, he was miked. And he is praying and giving praises to God as he goes that 30-minute, 1,800-foot walk across that tightrope from the U.S. into Canada. Remember, as the waters go around you, pray. Number three. Keep an eye on your footing. Nick Walenda said that that was one of the most difficult walks he's done because he looked down and all he saw was the waters or the falls and they were moving. He looked up and all he saw was the mist and it was moving and he got a little disoriented at one point and figured the best thing he'd do is just look down the cable and look at every single footstep that he made. And that's our reminder as well because our text today says that the Holy One of Israel... We need to look at our Savior, the Holy One of Israel. Stay focused on who Jesus is, and it's going to help us get through those difficult, challenging times. Help us as we take that step of faith as we stretch. Number four, accept the safety line offered by God. Accept the safety line. Now, ABC paid a lot of money to have Nick Walenda walk across that tightrope, and it was live TV, and the last thing I wanted to have on live TV is to see Nick Walenda go off. He was required to wear a safety harness, and if you looked at the very end, he was kind of dragging his cart behind him. Now, Nick Walenda said it was the only time when he did something live like that in front of the public that he actually used a safety net or a harness. He said he felt like a donkey. Now, he used a different word, but that's what he said. But It was required. And, you know, we have that safety harness as well. And for most of us, I pray, we've already accepted it. And what it says in our text in verse 4, precious and honored in my sight, because I love you. I love you. And, you know, God loves each and every one of us so much that all we have to do is look at John 3.16. For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only Son. Whoever believes in him shall not perish, but shall have life eternal that's our safety line, folks. That's it. And I pray that all of us know Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior. That's my prayer. Number five. We're not doing the top ten. We're doing the top six. Remember that you are blessed. Remember that you are blessed. And again, do not be afraid, for I am with you comes from our text. Nick Belinda said at the very end, as he did his pump th- fist And he was over the microphone thanking his family for how blessed he was. And we finally got down. He gives his family big hugs because they've been so supportive of him. He knew he was blessed. And we take that stretch in our faith. Remember that we are blessed too. We are children of the living God. We are blessed. And number six, rounding out, and it is a long one. Know that even in the face of the most insurmountable obstacles, You do not walk alone. You do not walk alone. In our text this morning, God is saying that he's going to ransom, ransom the lives of his chosen people with other countries. And then he says, do not hold them back. Bring my sons and daughters from afar. Bring my daughters from the ends of the earth. God wants us to be together. God wants us to be together, to do that. If you want to go far, do it together. So whenever we're looking at taking that little step of faith or that risk, do it together, not alone. We need that support from others as we take those steps of faith. Nick Belinda had his entire seven generations of family members, and the family members that are there, they're the engineers that put it all together. He did it together with others. So what about us today? You and me, In this congregation, is there anything God's maybe tapping you on the shoulder about? Maybe to take a little stretch in one way or another. You know, for many of you, um, you are doing a community Bible experience. About half of our congregation's doing it. And I have to say, I did day 30 yesterday. It was good. But there have been times I've been a day behind, and I'm sure some of you maybe are more than a day behind. But, you know, that is, that's stretching, isn't it, to plan out that 15 to 30 minutes a day to read and then once a week to dialogue? But that's good because you're stretching. Many of you signed up for activities at our ministry fair at the end of September, and it's been such a blessing to see more people involved in many of our ministry teams. It's been exciting to see new people and helping with ushering and greeting. The classes the last two weeks were unbelievably full, some 40 people. That is exciting. In a few minutes, Greg and I are going to be talking about our our Christmas.